Hello everyone, you're listening to YPS Podcast. Before we go ahead, I would like us all to close our eyes and say a few words to our Maker. Heavenly Father, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, we adore you, we magnify you. We thank you for today, we thank you for this episode and series. We ask you, Lord, that we could chat. We ask you, Lord, that let your words impact lives. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, back to the business of today. As I said before, you were currently listening to YPS podcasts, and today we'll be talking on who are your friends. To those that have been following up um, the last two episodes, we were talking about taking baby steps. And yesterday, I took you on one of the baby steps that I took, which was making God my priority. And today, as I promised, I told you I would be taking you on who are your friends. But actually, that's the question. That's the question for today. Can you ask yourself that question? Who are my friends? Who do I keep as my friends? Do you know, funny enough, many people feel they have friends, but they do not have Yeah. Many people have so surrounded themselves with enemies calling themselves friends. <laughs> do you know a friend of mine will call them frenemies? So today I'm here to take you guys on is one of the steps that actually helped me one of the step and decision i took that helped me to become who i am today that was selecting and filtering the friends i worked with selecting the people that i called my friends see not everybody is meant to be your friend i'm sorry meant to be your friend even the scripture says can two go together except they agree you cannot work with someone that does not share the same value with you you can't work with someone that, that doesn't have the same beliefs with you. It doesn't work out. That's not what we call a friendship. You two must work together in agreement. Oh, I can't be someone that loves God and you are my friend and you do not love God. How then do we agree? How then do we call that friendship? Because whether we like it or not, at a point, we would have conflict. Because I would do something that you 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 so kick against. I would do something that you do not believe in, and then we would have conflict. Of what use is, is keeping such a friendship when it's not going to add anything to my Christian life? Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you shouldn't associate with unbelievers. Come on. Because don't forget that you have a duty. You are an ambassador of Christ. As a teenager, as a young, vibrant Christian, you are an ambassador. You are the light of the world. You are to shine your light towards darkness. So obviously, you have a job. You have an obligation, a responsibility to speak to them and bring them to the light because they are actually living with their hands. But... That aside, you should curtail the people you work with. You should curtail who are your friends. See, your friends play a big role in your life. They can be an agent of growth or destruction. Your friends can either build you or mar you. They can make you become something great or they lead you to your destruction. One factor here, one factor I do not play with are my friends. Those, to those that know me very well, I am not a kind of person that keeps too many friends. No, no, no. I don't. I don't really keep too many friends. Though I'm kind of social, but I could be shy sometimes, you know. But that aside, I I do not joke with my friends because I have studied them. I didn't just wake up one morning and make them my friends. I have studied them. 
my friends are uh, one one. I mean, they are more like a backbone. Yes, let me call them that. They are my backbone. Because they always know the words to say to cheer me up. A point in, there was a point in time when I was lacking spiritually. Like, God, I, I, it wasn't in me to pray. I wasn't feeling, feeling it. I would be in the midst of, of believers. Like I am in the church and people are praying and I, I'm not motivated to pray. I couldn't pray. Like I don't know what was going on. I, I don't know what was going on in my life, but. See, every Christian will have that particular time in life. That time in life when nothing is going on. That time in life when you 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 want to pray but you don't find it inside you to pray. That 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 that, that particular time in life that was when my friends came in because they were the ones that helped me every step along the way. They were the ones that pushed me to pray. I wasn't feeling like it, but they always kept me around them because they wanted that fire to also consume me. See, that's this saying that they say, if you corrupt communication, sorry, corrupt good manners. You cannot claim to be a Christian and walk among unbelievers. It's either you change them or they change you. You, if you work with people that carry fire as a Christian, as a young teenager, if you work with people that carry fire, give your time a matter of time, my dear, you will contact that fire. No matter how little it is, you would something must rub onto you. That was just how it was. They always kept me among them. They 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 motivated me to pray, and eventually, yes, I caught the fire. Eventually, they were able to stir that inner man inside of me. So who are your friends? The person you call your friend. Do the person agree with your values? How then we understand that our friends can can make us backslide from God? That is where peer pressure comes in. My dear, if you are not so strong, you can give it to people. I've been there. I have tested that period. There was a period in time when a period of my life when I was ashamed of going to church. Like it got so serious that if I am going to church, I would wrap my my hair tie. There's a way I would fold it so it would not look as though I'm going to church. Or at some times if I stopped carrying um, um caps to church, I started using handkerchiefs. So that if anybody seeing me handkerchief, you cannot you can always say that maybe I'm just stepping out. Because handkerchief does not seem um does not actually mean that you're going to church. You could be going out with handkerchief, you could even just just show with handkerchief. So I stopped taking scarves to make it obvious that I'm going to church. Even I at one point I stopped carrying Bible. I said hey, using my phone. I was who I, I was kind of ashamed of carrying Bible. Why? Because I was sorry because I was scared of what people would see. I was scared of the taunting. I was tired of the name, the title. Ah, Mamichiyo. Ah, and Virginia. Ah, Tisak. Eh, Esther, and so on. I was so tired of the titles. I just wanted to live a normal life. I just wanted to be a normal teenager, enjoying my life. But then I, I, I understood that I was surrounded by young believers. That was why I. I was I was ashamed of what I 
was doing. I had no Christian by my side to motivate me. So to everything in the outside that is going through what I was going, what I went through, that has reached that point in her life when she is so confused, when she feels like giving up due to peer pressure, she feels like dropping this Christianity thing, she feels like she's tired of being a Christian, she's tired of the tongues, she's tired of the words people say to her, she's tired of what people say, she just wants to live a normal life, she just wants to be a Christian. And I'm telling you that, that point in time, everybody will put that particular aspect of life, everybody will go through. And you don't need to give up. You need to be surround yourself with friends that should be surround yourself with people that you love God more than you do, so that they can inspire you, so that they can stir up that inner man in you, they can fan that flame, flames in you, so that they can turn into fire for God. This episode is not really going to be long. I don't really have much to tell you. Well, I just hope that the little I have said can sink inside of you. You know, this century now, we are done with speaking too much and talking and talking and talking, and, and yet nobody has listened to anything, nobody has grabbed anything. So, I hope from the little I have said, you've been able to grab something that would help you through your journey, that would help you through that struggle in life as a teenager. I want to make it, I want to. Help you understand that that situation you're going through, someone has been there before. Yeah, they are taunting you. Yeah, the taunt is too much. The, the jeering is too much. The recitals is too much. You just want it to stop. My peers have been there before. It's a normal piece of life. Every teenager must go through that because this century we are in today. Peer pressure. The pressures of the world. Friends, is too much. With the help of God, you can go through. With the help of God, you can stand up. So, okay, we'll be calling it an end for today. We've come to the end of this particular series of the YPS podcast. I took full eyes of God. But I would love to look into this question. Go back with this. Full eyes of God. Look into all of this. Are there people that agree with you? Are there people that can stand by you? Even when things are things are tough, I know people that when you are backsliding, they are there to hold your hand and, and walk you through that phase of life. I know people that love God the way you do. I know people that have that desire and passion to support the way you do. If they are not, it's not too late. You can look and you don't. You can. Make new decisions that can change life. So, thank you for listening to this podcast. As I said in my previous podcast, if you have any question, feel free to drop it. You could actually, you can also contact me on my WhatsApp contact 0810-288-3173. Thank you for listening to YPS podcast. And follow us up on the next podcast. We'll be talking about what you do with you.